welcome. Welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown. And the Picks King, more commonly known as Biggie. Uh, I'll give you that. You you are good at degenerate gambling. So uh, congratulations. And first and foremost, I would like to apologize. We missed you last week because this guy decided to get too busy to edit the show. So we just tried to see if anyone would pay attention or not. And from the thousands and thousands of emails I got complaining about the missed show, I apologize. So we are back and we are ready to do the show justice and give the people what they want. A bunch of nonsensical make-believe conversations around sports, I guess. These conversations happen all over America, damn it. We're just bringing it to life. Each and every day. If you're listening, that's the same thing. Ah, me and my buddy were just talking about that, but we thought such and such. We're the voice of the casual sports fans talking about sports, and we just put it on the air for you guys to enjoy it. Except for Biggie, who's not casual when it comes to betting because he does quite, quite well. Although you need to put your money where your mouth is if you're so good. Well, I put my money where my bills are, and I go from there. Uh, see, just get rid of your bills. Just gamble it all. Yes. Anyway. The, Make the, millions. The the big thing, uh, I, I guess, in the world of sports, like we're, we're waiting on baseball season, right? Like I know, Mr. Brown, you and I are desperately waiting on baseball season. I don't even know why I am because I have nothing to look forward to. You're just going to trade everybody away after your – Biggest successful season in, what, 20 years, the Reds? Uh, no, 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 probably 11. Well, so, yeah, I mean, but Reds fans have nothing to look forward to. You're talking about trading Suarez and Sonny Gray. Bauer ain't coming back. Right. Y'all's going to be dog okay, shit. Okay, so, yeah, that's right. that's not debating. I uh, wasn't trying to be like. No, I mean, you know what? I appreciate your brutal honesty, even if it means that you care little about others' feelings. The fact that you just yeah. tell people what they need to hear sometimes hey, is. Chad DeMar, it's, it's stop okay. right there. I learned from the best, brother. Uh you did. You did call me. You said I'm who from what show? Dwight from The Office. Uh, I don't know if I take that as a compliment or not. It's not. You're a little bit less aggressive, but like the the, the intellectual belittling, you're a master. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I, it, it, we might talk more about that later. But, you know, so we're waiting on baseball. We, we haven't talked NBA much. I think we might try to get some of that we'll try in. Try to get into it. But, you know, the, the main thing that's really out there is the NFL playoffs. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week, although nobody heard it. So let's just skip all that. We don't need to recant anything. We are where we are. We had two great games this past weekend. Let's start – or we had four games. We're down to two games this weekend. See, I don't even know what week we're in. Before we get into the games, can I bring something up? Absolutely. So the remaining four quarterbacks – me yeah. and the Canadian Big, he talked about it earlier. Okay. I saw plenty of memes that was saying that Brady is the, the, the worst of the four. and But, like, I can't remember the last time the last four quarterbacks were this quality. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, first of all, I don't appreciate you guys having conversations without me, so screw you. Yeah. Uh, the second thing, uh, I, I'd be hard-pressed to, to think of that. Like, I don't know. It, it's like every – all these are outstanding quarterbacks, like – all three right now. I mean, Mahomes is early, but let's let's be real. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer unless he right. breaks his leg this weekend. But uh, you got like, there's no way you can say Brady's the worst because look at it's Tom Brady. You can't say he's the worst, and he's playing really good right now. But I think you are forgetting from a few years ago when the mighty Blake Bortles was in the AFC Championship oh, game. That's right. That was so epic. That's, that's got this is second best. The second best, clearly. <laughs> so the, I think that if you pulled the masses just going at the NFC game on Sunday, looking at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and you had to look to somebody in the last five minutes to be the guy who makes the throw and makes the play, 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the more physically talented quarterback, but I think that even at this age, Brady would still get the nod for the the clutch factor, the well, making the play, making the throw. Thirty-eight versus forty-four. What's Brady? Forty-five. Forty-three. So forty-three. He's still, still play be playing when he's, when he's forty-five. Yeah. So there's a, like a five-year difference, even though Aaron's that. I mean, he's as old as he mm-hmm. is. I, and Brady, you know, I keep waiting on the wheels to fall off, and it, it definitely didn't happen this year. And, like, it's even just, if he came out and had a bad game this weekend, I still wouldn't say that. He just had a bad game. Like, yep. he's shown that he still is a top-tier quarterback. But you said at age 43, Biggie, this is his second most touchdown passes in his career. He had 43 this year. Well, he's been playing since 1960, so the, yeah. the games have changed a little. His high, his high mark was 50. His but high mark was 50, and at age 43, he's at 43. Nope. Well, the thing I love the most about this weekend is that it's not – Brady versus uh, Mahomes or Rodgers versus Allen, the young guys. You got one game. It's got two old veterans, yeah. Super Bowl winners, Super Bowl MVPs, well, you had that last MVPs. Week. And then you got the young guns on the other side who are mobile with cannon arms. I love this week. Hey, so it is, it's like the old guard versus the new guard. So no matter what happens, that's what our Super Bowl is going to be. But talk, talking about comparing, you know, these, these legends in a game, you got Rodgers and Brady, right? Last week, you had Breeze and Brady, and one of them definitely looked like it was time to hang it up. Yeah, you hear now after the game was over, the Breeze was playing through like a torn rotator cuff, and he really didn't look right after he came back from the rib and log injuries. But uh, to see him out there and know that, that when they were down 10 at the end of the game, there was no way he's going to be able to push the ball down the field. And if you look at their two playoff games – who threw the long pass? Taysom Hill, where he got hit. Jameis Winston the had the big play in that and, game. And so. Jameis Winston. So maybe you could hit Sean Payton a little bit because Breeze wasn't up to par, but it, it's tough. When you see him take that look when he goes through the tunnel, last look at the field, that's one of the all-time greats. Well, that has nothing to do with performance. Everybody was like, oh, Breeze is retiring. I'm like, have you not seen the Saints salary cap? We talked about that a little bit last week, and – you know, they, they're like $90 million over or something like that. They're the worst team in football, I think. Yep. I mean, yeah, you're not paying Breeze. I mean, there's no way. And he's not going to be a Phillip Rivers and go somewhere else. Phillip Rivers did it one year, and he's done now. So, you know, we're starting to see the changing of the guard now. These, these old hats are, are walking off into the sunset. So that's where we're at. Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Breeze, and I'm forgetting someone Eli? else. Uh, well, Eli <laughs> just gone. retired. I didn't know. He, I didn't know where he was going with. Well, him, but... there's four or five potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks that either retired last year or will retire this year. Yeah, it's it, like what Chad said: changing of the guard, big time. And then you got Brady at 43, still slinging it. So Brady, uh, have, by all intents and purposes, like should be back next year. I know he signed a two year deal with Tampa, yeah, he'll be back. and, and he'll be back even if he wins. Even it. if he wins, like why would you not? Like it, it's not. It's not about like whether you can still prove you can do it or not. You clearly can. It's that you're doing it at such a high level. Like if you, if you know you can come back and win again, like because I mean, they have like Godwin as a free agent, I think. But like Tampa's not hurting as far as the salary cap goes. And they really got better this as the year went. I think their their slower start before the bye week. I know the bye week was deep for them, but. uh you have a lot of new pieces and you don't have an off season at training camp. The regular season was kind of their training camp. They've been rolling. Well, I, that was why would you walk away from that? that was whether they lose Sunday back for or two not? Years. That's just that's so not just wrong. next year, but the year after. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you. Barring devastating injury, if he gets like a Drew Brees type moment, yeah, yeah. we're going to go ahead and hit the brakes there. I was saying this earlier too, as well that like 
Brady reminds me of a Derek Jeter. Yeah, I mean, because I let me let me finish. I I, I hate agreeing. Yeah, I hated Derek Jeter because I was a Braves fan. He was on the evil empire of the Yankees. You didn't want to appreciate the greatness because you just disliked him. You right. were jealous so much. I was the same way with Jordan as a kid. Right. So then, then he retires, and you're like, dude, he did things the right way. He stayed with the Yankees his whole career. He was consistent, put up the numbers. He was clutch. And, like, to me, Brady's in that same light for me. Granted, he went to Tampa at the end of his career, but the same concept. Like, I hate the guy now because I'm a Raiders fan. Let's, the tuck rule started it all. But the dude is a legend, and he's going to be missed. So I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that you've come to this because, you know, it's it's hard to do that when you dislike somebody or you you always rooted against him. Because ever since the 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 Tuck rule, like screw Brady, right? Like right. You, you could care less. Absolutely. So I, I guess you got to appreciate greatness. You, you do, and I'm 100 percent with you. Like I, as time has moved on, like I've, you know, I was the guy that's like Brady's not the goat. Brady's not the goat, and. and I still feel justified, and when I said that, when he won um, his last Super Bowl, I said, "Okay, you know, I, I concede now, right?" Because there was there was a lot, you know, still football to be played, and he lost a couple Super Bowls. I came around too. My question to you, though, because I love the Derek Jeter comparison. Um, who do you hate more, the New England Patriots or the New York Yankees? <laughs> And you, this is not a push. Make make a clear decision. Well, I mean, for me now, it's clearly the Yankees because one, I'm a baseball guy, and two, the Patriots aren't going to be shit for the next twenty years, so I can let that go. So either either way, the response was going to go. I think the reason you're able to come to this uh, clarity of thought, this epiphany, this the moment, the Yankees aren't going away, is is because Brady's not on the Patriots anymore, so it's easier to say that now that he's gone to the 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 Bucks and he's still doing his thing and he's doing it the right way. You're like, all right, I, I got it. You're fine, right? I mean, that's part of it. But like I said, I feel like the Yankees, because there's no salary cap, and like the NFL has. They're bad. The Yankees aren't going away, and they never will. Never. Um, But the Patriots, I don't think they're going to – I think because Belichick's going to be done in the next couple of years. I am surprised they didn't go 7-9 and with that garbage team they had this year. No, that was was a good coaching job. People are going to talk crap about what Belichick did this year. But it was probably one of his better coaching jobs. And I hate to say that, too, because of all the players that left for COVID, he didn't have much to work with, no training camp, Cam Newton. So I can't put the record on Belichick. So, Biggie, I'm going to let you chime in a second because I know we're talking about your boy. We're talking about the Patriots. But I have one more question for Mr. Brown. I am giving him props, though. If if Brady would have been on the Patriots this year, what would their record have been? That's a tough question. I don't know. I don't – Did they make the playoffs? I think they'd make the playoffs, but I think they'd have been bouncing the first game. You think they're probably like eleven and five, maybe getting the even, first game? I think that's too much. Well, they went seven and nine. They would have almost had to win eleven and five because of the Browns, that, right? The records. Of, I mean, I don't know. I don't. They may have missed it. I don't care if he. Uh, like the fact is, like you was talking about, you don't want to solidify him as the goat. He's got this year, which he's still in, and next year, if he wins one in Tampa, that's, it's it's done, that's done deal, right? No more conversation, right? Right, like it's, I think it's, if he you wins put it one in, the in Tampa, he may go down as the greatest winner in the history of sports. Period. Yep. Yeah. Passing MJ, you're talking about Tiger, all these other because now you did it with multiple yeah. franchises. Like I always wanted Kurt Warner to be that guy because he did it with the Rams and then he went to the Cardinals, but yeah, uh, he but made it. But he Kurt couldn't. Warner, man. But he couldn't win, right? Yeah. I mean, but name a, is there another guy? Brett Favre 
flirted with it, but like nobody's been not NFL wise. That's what I'm saying. It would have been Montana if he'd have went to the Chiefs and won. I mean, but this is where he stopped, right? You know, so Brady, if he wants to, this is so again. You're putting all this in perspective. It was a 94, 95. This is when Montana did it with the Chiefs. He goes to AFC Championship game. You know, switch conferences. Brady's doing the same thing. He's in the NFC Championship game after switching conferences. This is where you can really put a stake in the heart. And uh, go ahead. Sorry, Biggie. Go ahead. No, I love the parallel that you're drawing there, especially with the game that's on tap this weekend. Before I hit that, I just want to say thank you for acknowledging that's a great coaching <laughs> job for a seven and nine team. Uh, they had eight. You just strong hand. They had eight opt-outs, plus they lost four starters in free agency, and they went seven and nine with Cam Newton at quarterback. I think if Brady's there, they're at eleven and five, so they're either in the playoffs or on the cusp. Not a Super Bowl team, but it would have been a big difference. Look at how bad Cam played this year. The next two years for the Patriots are bright with the cap space and Belichick. After that, he retires, and then it's probably twenty years of of doldrum. Uh, what isn't to say with the Brady and Montana comparisons is you bring that up this weekend. Chiefs Bills first time the Bills have been back there and the, the since he uh, the worst thing that could possibly happen is what he's about to allege is that the Bills will play Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and once again not be able to beat him. Yeah. Well, I was going to get possible, to that point but I was going to say that's why I don't even want to talk about it. The crazy part about it is that when the Bills and Chiefs played in that AFC Bills Championship Mafia. game Earmuffs. Montana went out with a concussion. He does not speak for all of us. Yes. Mahomes was out last week. Maybe that game turns out differently. All right, so. so let me ask you this. If if Buffalo finds a way to win this game and go to the Super Bowl, let's just go ahead and be prognosticating all the way through the Super Bowl, say they win. Is this worse than Philly's reaction when they finally won one? I think it is, right? Well, it's going to be projected as worse because you're going to have people in the streets partying. I guess it's going to be nuts. They're yeah. going to burn this. Well, you're saying if Buffalo wins at all. If Buffalo ends up winning at oh, all. That ain't happening. No. Are they? So we'll, we'll get to the picks here in a second. So – I'm hoping that your little picture you've illustrated here isn't going to come to fruition. But you knew where I was going. I would honestly like to see Aaron Rodgers get one more. But, but I'm not even ready to move on yet. Think about it, though. The Bills are like, yes, we're AFC East champions. First time. Tom Brady's gone. We're going to the Super Bowl. Man. We're we're going to do this. And then here comes walking through the tunnel for the NFC. Sucker punched. And We're on like, the same wavelength tonight. I appreciate this. No, I'm just saying it's like crazy to me because they're like, dude, we're here now. We're the AFC champs. There's no Patriots. Then Tom Brady walks well, through the tunnel and he crushes their dreams. And then they're like, like, I don't like they're going to put themselves. The song changed, well, but that, the results the same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brady lost. I want to say three games in 18, 19 years as a starter against Buffalo. Owned him in Buffalo. Now he has more weapons. Yeah. This is the stuff movies are made of. Uh, but it's, this is a horror movie if you're from Buffalo. Yes. <laughs> you got to. God. All right. It, it makes me sick, too. And I'm done talking. I, nice I, things. I, I mean, it's it's a good point to bring up, but I just didn't want to go there anymore because we, we still got to get through this weekend's games. All right. Let's get so, to the games. Well, before we get to the games, just some other NFL notes real quick. Did you see who Pittsburgh signed? I did. They signed Dwayne Haskins. They signed Dwayne Haskins. I didn't see that. To a one-year deal today. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. So if you had to. Uh, like the Cam Newton experiment. <laughs> so is Biscuits and Gravy done? <laughs> well, he, he hasn't said anything yet. I'm sure he's coming back. But uh, either way, Dude, it, it helps to have a backup. Rudolph's a better backup than freaking Haskins. Well, they probably got him for like. 
dirt literally cheap. biscuits and gravy. So. But he's going to be the number three. So he's got to even get through training camp to even have a roster I, Honestly, spot. though, if you're Dwayne Haskins, are you happy you even got a deal? Like after what happened? Yeah. I got up here in Carolina and everybody, too. I but. did, too. But if you can go to Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin, learn behind Big Ben for one year, it's better for your career. If yeah. you have a career. Yeah, he won't. Him uh, and James Harden, man, they're in the strip club every night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we got some coaching things that happened, too, and I wish we had the sound clip to play, but we got Matt Campbell that ended up uh, – <laughs> oh, Mr. Brown showing me a fantastic uh, offensive meme that we can't talk about on the air. But uh, I'm, Bernie Sanders. I'm sure you've all seen uh, this guy. Bernie's gloves. <laughs> it's trending. Check it out. All right, so now what I was going to say is Matt Campbell, he goes to Detroit. We saw the press conference earlier. Has there not been a better introductory press conference? Like you, you said earlier, Mr. Brown, it was on par with what? That introductory press conference is on par with Denny Green. We let him off the hook. Right. And Herm Edwards. And these are established coaches. You play to win the game. It's going to be a soundbite for years to come. And, like, the dude was like, we're going to take a knee. You're going to knock us down. We're going to take the other knee. Eventually, well, we're so I'm going to bite you specific. I'm going to bite your kneecap off. They're going to eat the kneecap. Well, sorry. I mean, <laughs> you can research specific. it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's why we need the video file to play. It's going to be there. I mean, it's one of those clips that you're just like, holy crap. But to, be, you, to his point, that is the uh, motto of Detroit, man. Like, mm-hmm. you need to get in there and crash some, crush some kneecaps. I like his fire coming into it. We'll see how he ends up as a coach. <laughs> but regardless of whether he's good, he turns Detroit around or not, you are right. Playoffs and all that other stuff, we're going to hear that it's 15 great, years man. from now. Hey. I like his demeanor already better than Matt Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> Patricia looks like a fat slob who was just like, I got the job. I'm going to be here for the next 10 years because I'm in – Belichick's yeah. umbrella. Yeah, we see how all those guys work out. Yeah. Trisha with the pencil on his ear. He looks like a high school history teacher. Does he get a job somewhere? As a coordinator? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where? Where's he going? As a coordinator? Anybody. Yeah. I mean, but it's a coordinator. He's, he's that good. He's an excellent D coordinator. He proved he has no clue what he's doing as a yeah. head coach. Again, yeah. not a head coach, coordinator. So Philly made an offer uh, and and hired somebody today. I can't remember his name. Sirichia, and he's the guy from uh, Indianapolis, right? So yeah, yeah. so here here's the thought process, right? If you're Philly, you're thinking, well, we moved on from Peterson. We're going to keep Wentz. Let's go get a guy that works with Frank Reich that can come back and yep. make this work. Is that what happened? I think that's kind of what they did. I know they interviewed a few other guys, and uh, what I read was that he'll be. Is it 39 or 40 on opening day? Uh, He's going to be a really young head coach. It's someone they liked and they think has a future. You know, Mike Tomlin got hired young. It's turned out to be real good. I, so so why, why is Eric Bieniemy not getting hired? I don't know. The, you know how it used to be where, like, say, as a Patriots fan, our coordinators didn't get hired because you couldn't interview them until their team's playoff That's run part of it. Um, they changed some of that now. So the, You can interview them, but you can't, you hire, can't hire them. them. Yep. You know, I don't know what it is. What I've heard is they say that he doesn't interview well. Yeah, right. I've heard he struggled through the interviews. Yeah. Right. And Wait, if you're which, looking let's at let's someone, be honest, those interviews are really like you telling the, the owners and GM what they want to hear. Yeah. I mean Well it, I mean if this dude in Detroit just got an interview, my God, put Eric on the on the on the sidelines, baby. Because 
All he's got to say, I'm just going to break some kneecaps. <laughs> does I mean, it, does give it, the man a job. Does it hurt having Mahomes as the guy that's in your yeah. offense that you're That's so what I was going to say. To me, I worry less no. about what he does no. in an interview. I worry if he's overrated so? no. as a coordinator because of the right, talent that he Let me he ask has. you this. How many offensive coordinators did Peyton Manning have that moved into head coaching roles? Listen, I don't even going to talk about that, but guess what? Did you watch this weekend with Chad freaking Henny? It's anything is possible. Dude, balls for days. That was, right? Like, who makes that call? And, and like, I remember watching it. I'm going to pretend it was Eric. When, Everyone's giving it to Andy Reid, but I'm going to give it to Eric. Give that no, man no, a no. job. They talked about it. The players said they wanted to play, run that play, and Reid looked at the enemy and said, you sure about that? And he said, oh, yeah, we can do it. And that's what they ran. Give that man a job. Speaking of that play real quick, it, you know, when you hear Tony Romo talk about how it's like, oh, they're just trying to draw him off sides. And then, like, the body – it was so obvious. I remember watching that going, oh, man, I think they're going to snap the ball. Like, I remember watching that going, oh, my God, this is going to be something weird. He kept going slow, and it was like, just like – they they're just, just trying to draw him off sides, yeah, and then all of a sudden there's like, oh, my God, he snapped like, the ball. Like, you practice that? You're going to practice we're going to act Do like we're not – Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> You're excited? Feel these nipples. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. Uh, but, you know, they deserve to win. Like, Cleveland, man, for all respect, like, they, they fought back. They took advantage. They they had blood in the water when Mahomes went down, but it just wasn't enough. And, you know, it, it was – man, what a great weekend. It was great. Uh, like, we had. But. Seeing Kareem Hunt in the end zone and KC, like, like he was taking a nap after a touchdown, <laughs> after he done knocked the old girl out, you know, like, we come full circle, baby. Uh, so, real, real quick, I want to ask you guys this because I heard a lot of conversation in the sports world about – how some rules need to be changed. So how do you feel about the Browns touchdown touchback situation where the guy's reaching for the pylon, it goes into the end zone, it's a, it's a turnover and a, and a touchback? What I think is that the NFL is really serious about player safety. That should be a reviewable play. Ball went through the end zone. Any other ball that ends up in the end zone becomes a reviewable play. Why can you not review that? Why can you not review well, targeting? Well, even if you can't review it, that's not the point. The The rule is what it is. He lost control of the ball in the field of play, went into the end zone, and went out of bounds. Therefore, it's a touchback. Mm -hmm. Do you like that rule? Here's what I don't understand. You tell me if I fumble the ball at the 40 and it goes out of bounds, my team has it at the 40. Right. But if I fumble it at the 35 and it rolls forward three yards, I get it at the 35. So you should. If I fumble it. it at the two and it goes outside one yard in the end zone, the other team gets the ball. Why do we change the rule when it gets to the end zone? I don't like it. Yeah, I, so I 100 agree with you. It, it should just be like if if it went, if you fumble the ball and it went out of play, it should be a dead ball. It's just like where you can't advance a fumble, right? Yeah. You know, so that that's what it should be. So, it, you know, that's not making excuses for anybody or anything that happened. But, yeah, it's a stupid rule that you have a team that did what they did and they went down there. Now, if um, if it doesn't go out of bounds, that's one thing. But we're talking about a, a ball that clearly went out of bounds and it was a bang-bang play. That's fine if you want to rule yep. them down. I mean, I heard even people talking about, like, well, just give it to them on the 20 and they just start from there. I was like, no, you no, don't do that. rule's the rule. Right. But my question was, do you like the rule? It's the dumbest rule in sports. All right. So what we were saying is, why can't it just be the same as whenever anywhere you, else on the field? Like when you fumble the ball and it goes out of bounds, that that's where the, the ball is. To me, dead if you, you if fumble, you it, fumble it at the two yard line, that happened and Kansas City recovers it in the end zone, it's their ball. They well, don't clearly. get it 
because uh, what I just It'd said. Be a was, touchback if yeah, they recovered. Right. Fumble at the forty, it goes to thirty-eight. You get it. Fumble it at the one, it goes round this pylon. All of a sudden, you lose the ball. No, that's ignorance because like you should be able to go for that pylon. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get there and it's out of bounds, and you know, I mean, you so still keep the. You're ball. telling me it's about player safety. That's why the rule is the way it is. No, I was saying that you should make if they're serious about player safety, you should make uh, targeting or helmet to helmet hits reviewable because the Kansas City like defender they do in college led, led with his helmet, like they do in college. Yeah, I mean, if college can do it, why not? Why can't they? Th- uh, that that's the tidbit I was throwing in there. I, I hate the rule, but guy led with his helmet, make it reviewable. Give him the ball at the one, first and goal. All right, so we we got a chance to talk a little bit about this past weekend. We had two quarterbacks get concussions during the uh, games, but. Only one of them advanced with his team, and now we're down to the NFC and the AFC Championship. So let's start with the Buffalo Bills on the road to Kansas City. I heard that Mahomes took 75% of the snaps today with the first team. He hasn't been cleared yet, but let's be honest. If you're the NFL, you're going to make that call and make sure Mahomes is cleared, right? Yeah, I listened to Colin Cowherd tell me that the NFL should reschedule the game if uh, Mahomes can't <laughs> hey, play Hey, they did it for Baltimore all those times, so yeah. why not? So, all right, just predictions on the game. Who's going to the Super Bowl from the AFC, Biggie? I think the Bills are the hot squad. I really want to go with the Chiefs here. I think that they're a dynamic team. But the last 10 games of the year, including the playoff, I know Mahomes went out. They have not been the team that they can be, that they should be. I think that the Bills come in. It's a tight game. Josh Allen gets a little hot in the second half, and they win by 10 points. Okay. Mr. Brown? Uh, Two reasons. Uh, Mahomes burned me in my fantasy championship. (laughs) And, you did get beat by Mitchell Trubisky. And the Chiefs never covered on any spread in the history of the NFL. That's what they, it seems they, like. They play down to their competition. Mm-hmm. Unless they're playing the Jets. Uh, yeah. So the Bills are one of the hotter teams in the league. I, I am worried about Mahomes' uh, uh, physical whatever. Right. Is he right? I don't know if he's right. You know, he looks like the dude from uh, you know Adam Sandler. Crazy movies. eyes. Yeah. He was a little wobbly. Uh, and – I cringed because it wasn't a concussion. It was he aggravated a nerve in his neck. So then no. I got a little query. Yeah, hit, hit a little close to home. So then uh, I, I'm honestly, I hate to say it, but I'm also going Bills. All right. Um, I, I tell you what, the way I look at this is one, Kansas City clearly wounded with, with Mahomes and whatnot. But the, I don't know if you, you really watched, and like I work weekends, it's hard for me to get into all this, but everything I've seen from the Bills the past couple games. Like, they did not look good. Like, it took everything they had to win those games. Like, it just – they weren't dominant. They weren't, like, putting the nail on the coffin, so to speak. It was just, like, not not clicking on all cylinders. So, to they're a good team. But, like, you really need to be clicking on all cylinders when you're playing the I mean, Chiefs. say, like, the Ravens' defense is uh, way better than the Chiefs' defense. Clearly. And the Bills beat them 17-3. to So, I mean, the Bills – I mean, I think they're going to be right there. I really do. I feel like the Bills win by six points. If Mahomes is anywhere close to 100%, I got to take the Chiefs. All right. Well, I, who I mean, are you so taking? I, I'm taking the Chiefs outright. All I, right. I will tell you, I'm taking the – I said all all year long they're going to be the ones to win the Super Bowl. Right. They're going to repeat. They got too much, uh, too much talent, and their window is short. They got to make it count. I want Buffalo. I want Buffalo so bad, but the the – Realist in me is going to tell you the Chiefs are winning this game. All right, you're the lone wolf, so let's hear your chief. Ho, 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 ho. I can't do it because I'm allowed to do it in Atlanta. You are allowed to you're, do you're it. You're only allowed to do it in Kansas City. I am folks. disappointed that you missed the opportunity. No, you're only allowed to do it in Kansas City. So uh, I'm pissed about it. That's, you know what? I got eight tomahawks around me in our studios right now. 
All right, let's go to the NFC since you 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 let me down. Just no, now. you and Biggie, you killed it, guys. No, Good you, job. You killed me just now. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, you're so <laughs> we already know Biggie's going to take Tampa. I'm sure, but we're going to go with the Packers and the and the Bucks here. It's uh, in Lambeau. So how's this game going to play out? You want to go to me first, even though you know who I'm taking. Yeah, let me go I want first. you to let me go first. Okay, let's let's. I'll go second then. I'm going to ask Biggie one thing before I make my selection here. Do you know what the weather is going to be like in Lambeauville? The frozen tundra. Last I checked, which has been two days, it's the 3 o'clock game, so it's before the sun goes down. Uh, They had a projected temperature of somewhere in the low 30s. Let me cut you off, brother, because it doesn't matter. Tom Brady's from New England. Oh, yeah. The rest of the team... Grunk, but not so much. South Beach. Guess what? Tampa Bay's moving on, brother, and they're going to play the Bills. Wow. Wow. I'm going to come back at you and tell you out of your mind. Tampa Bay might be the hottest team right now, but Aaron Rodgers is the hottest quarterback. They just played the best defense in the NFL, and they made mincemeat out of them. They're not going to have any trouble against Tampa Bay's defense. They're at home. It's going to be a good game. Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, this is where he gets another ring. It's where it elevates his legacy a little bit. Dude is is out of his mind. Good You're right saying now. what you want to happen more than what you think will happen because if you've been watching football, the Bucks clearly win this game. Ah, uh, no, I don't. Here's the thing: other than Brady and Gronk playing in New England, I can give you a list of players from Tampa Bay who all went to college or have played in cold weather. I, cities. I'm not basing it off of weather. You know what I'm basing it off of? I'm basing it off the fact that they almost made a hero out of a quarterback for the Washington football team that you've never heard of until two weeks ago. That's the team that's going to beat the Packers. No, then they went. And they took the all-time passing yards leader in the history of England and made him look bad. I, um, he was good a, enough to start. Heineken's are almost a jersey now because of Tampa and almost letting Dude, the that The Pack guy. gave up 18 points to Jared Goff. Are you kidding me? I'm not me? saying anything about the Packers. I'm saying something about but the Bucks. But you are. You're looking at the Bucks. They're rolling. Mm, they're rolling right through Washington. And, 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 uh, and, uh, and a terrible New Orleans team. That has an uh, old quarterback. So before was, the Bucs were playing good early in the season, they went up to Green Bay and they whooped them 38-10. to 10. Right. So you're telling you me now that like the Bucs are actually you playing like good? It's 10 weeks That's going to be first. It's 10 weeks ago. You know, Green Bay was up 10 to nothing in that game too, right? And then so, they I mean, got slapped in the face So anything could happen. So agree to disagree. You jackasses can take Tampa Bay all day. You want to know why it's you an easier pick? You Buffalo hey. all day long. I'm going opposite. I got the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be a repeat of Super Bowl one. That's where we're at. You guys go lay down somewhere. Take whatever you want. You want to know why Aaron Rodgers is going to lose his first ever championship game at home? Because this is the first season in the NFL in almost 40 years that road teams won more times at home games because there's no fans. Uh, so the better team wins. Shove that, Lynn Dawson, up your smoke. You hole. know what? Whatever you're smoking, I want some more because it must be LeBron. some good stuff. Watch this on Giannis. Giannis. On LeBron. Oh, that was, that was weak sauce no, from LeBron. because he fell down. Oh, they That's call great. foul. Ah! Uh, I think we're done talking NFL. We do have the Lakers and the Bucks playing tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Hey, hold up. We're split. You're the lone wolf. What does a Packer we do? Are. They, I don't know what a Packer does. He packs I like cheese. cheese. I like cheese. Something yeah. like that. Like Packers do Remember this. Remember that song they, they, say, they play when they get in the end zone? Uh, go, Pack, go. Bang on the drum all day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to work. 
I want to bang on the drum all day. Something like that. That's right. Yes. Amen. Go, Pack, go. All right. Anything, anything to keep Brady out from winning another Super Bowl. There you go. But his legacy secured. I'm just going to tell you. He's Iterate. Well, one thing we haven't had a chance to talk a whole lot about, even though we did last week, but once again, I failed to get our show to air last week, so I do apologize. And that that's some NBA conversation. And – you know, we, we did talk a little bit in the past how the NBA actually looks and feels more like the regular NBA because they're not playing in the in the summer league gyms or whatever. But we, we've had a lot of stuff happen. So I just want to start off with the – everybody knows by now Harden is out of Houston. He's on the Nets. But, dude, they lost to the Cavs last night. What the hell happened there? They're a work in progress. Sexton went crazy. How are you work in progress if you have James Harden, Kyrie well, Irving? The reason I say that is Kyrie's Durant. first game back. His first game back, he takes more shots than Harden or Durant. That's not how that should work. What's the official reason he was out? Personal break, family issues. Mm. You talking about Irving? Yes. I already fell off the earth. <laughs> he went to the edge. He drove so far in one direction, he found the he edge. He found the edge of yeah. the world. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Either way, he's back. And he was looking for boots. They lost. <laughs> Look for boots. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Having watched him play a couple games before he came back, I think they're better off long-term if Bart if Harden plays point. Uh, I, and maybe. Kyrie's a scorer. I, I don't know. I, is there – I know this this model has been established now where you need the big three, right? Like we see teams do that. Sometimes it can be too much. I think that if you have two great players and a supporting cast, you're better off because you can go to who has the better game and ride them. When you have three, it's almost a, my shot's open, but I might pass it for a more open shot. So if you're the Nets, who, who takes the last shot for you? The game's on the line. Well, if I were coach and I draw it up for KD, uh, <laughs> every time, right? Kyrie of- hates Steve Nash and he shouldn't have been hired as coach and he'll probably have the ball. So I think Kyrie decides who takes a shot. Is that really a thing? Does Kyrie hate Steve Nash? Uh, he just didn't want him to get hired as a head coach because he felt like he wasn't qualified to be he his white. head coach. Oh. Okay. No, seriously. Is that what it is? Said, uh, is this something that he said? I haven't heard yeah, of it. He did. He, was, he wasn't qualified because he was a white man getting a head coaching job, whereas there's better qualified candidates mm-hmm. who could have got it. You know why he got that job? Him and he Katie looks like are boys. Katie Kirk when I make him a woman. <laughs> <laughs> him and Katie are boys. You've ruined Canadians Katie are just Kirk built different. Me. They are. Don't you know? I mean, to me, I mean – I feel like point guards are kind of like catchers in baseball, right. whereas it those are the translates. guys who are the floor generals, and they just have that sport uh, court knowledge. They you know. don't always have to have head coaching experience. Look at Steve Kerr. Right. He was a guard. He was an early point guard, you know. But, I mean, I- I'd rather have a guard than Look at the- – I mean, Kidd held his own for a minute. I mean, he just got thrown he in. He just keeps bouncing. But no around. one wants to talk about Kidd. Getting handed a job. I mean, Tyron Lue got handed a job. Look, yeah. Kid got handed two jobs, the Nets job and the Bucks job. Yeah. Now where is he at? Is he still in the Lakers? He's still with the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, He's the second head coach behind Frank Vogel. I don't uh, have a problem with a two-time MVP point guard getting a head coaching a job with no experience because guess what? If that's what they want to do, that's their business, and he's got the court credibility from his peers, from everyone else. There's nothing wrong with Steve Nash. So my, my question is – 
for the Nets, though? Do they scare you at all? Are they going to make a run now that they have Harden, or are they going to be too lackadaisical on defense? Like, what's your take? Like, are they are they conference finals, NBA finals? I think that they're going to figure it out, and they're going to win the East. Okay, so they're in the NBA finals against the Lakers. Yeah. Because the Lakers are like a foregone conclusion, right? Barring injury, I think the Lakers are, are there. Yeah. This is my third year saying it in a row. I feel like this is year the Bucks figured out. <laughs> and the Bucks are going to beat the Nets in the Eastern Finals. The Bucks are playing the Lakers tonight. We're yeah, but this. you got to – now Giannis is locked up long term. You got Middleton. Now they got Holiday, who's a better player than they had mm-hmm. last year as a point guard. I feel like the Bucks are going to be there. Um, but the Nets, I think – the Nets could very well be there, but are they going to self-implode? There's so many moving parts. The Bucks are a team on a given night with Lopez at center, Conahay, DiVincenzo. Uh, Conahay. That's the guy from Villanova. Pat Conahay. Oh. Um, Holiday. They're a team on a given night. I could see scoring 145 in regulation, the way they shoot the deep ball. When you said Conahay, I was going to go, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Those are rookie numbers. Mm-hmm. 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 Ah, <laughs> sorry, that's okay. I was thinking I was in Morgantown for a minute. Nah, either way, you're at least on uh, Wall Street. I just think yeah, the Nets right. have too much talent with guys who are getting towards an advanced age to not figure it out. I mean, they are grown ass men. It should happen, but you know, I, I just I can tell you who won't be there. Who's that? The Count, heat, the heat. No, nah, the heater. Uh, that was a, that was a bubble phenomenon, was it not? Yep, it was. I mean, that's they sad went too, back because to they who were fun we, for a second. They oh, are second. who we knew they oh, were. You look up the record. I don't even know what it is, but it can't be that good. But speak while you're looking that up, have you noticed that like the NBA teams have jerseys? Like Oregon has jerseys now. Like there's so many NBA uh, jerseys you have, out like there. Like a Reebok and a Zenith and a Sony. There's like 15 jerseys. Like I'm, we're watching the game tonight, and like Milwaukee's playing in the. I thought it was the Mavericks. Doesn't it look like the Mavericks? It sort of does. Here, here's the thing with the NBA jersey thing. I didn't like it when they said they're going to start advertising on them. The thing I'd have been okay with is the thing I'd have been okay with 20 years ago. When you bought a jersey from the store, it had a Reebok or a Nike symbol on it because that's who made their jersey. Starter, starter. <laughs> I'm fine with any of that. Like, if I have enough money, can I be South Dakota Smithfield Food Processing? And I can be a sponsor for the Oklahoma City Thunder because oh, I'm in that area. Have a little advertising patch now. Yeah, I'm going to put a piece of Let's bacon make on the look uniform. Like NASCAR. All right, what's the Heat's record right now? Yeah, oh, uh, ten and nine. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were looking it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> what were we waiting on? I was killing time until Mr. Brown told me no. the Heat record. Did you, you you told me to tell you that? <laughs> I thought you looking up the record. And you went, yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I checked out there. Sorry. People are listening to the show. They'll remember me asking you that. No, they won't. <laughs> You're right. They won't. The Heat are. So, 10 and 9. Uh, where are they out of here? <laughs> Well, Miami. Oh, six and seven. Six Sorry, and seven. Guys. I was gonna say they played a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. So All they're right. they're six wins. That's the amount of games the Wizards haven't played in a row due to COVID. Uh, yeah, that's right. So what's going on with the COVID thing? So who all is affected by this right now? So it's them it's and been the Grizzlies. The COVID. Uh, COVID. <laughs> the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. It's been uh, the Wizards and the Grizzlies <laughs> that have been the most effective. Although you could throw the Kings in there because they had back to back games against. Uh, 
Grizzlies. So far, there's been 20 games canceled now due to COVID, which is a major shift for the NBA because when it first started, if you had eight healthy players, you were playing. Uh, as of this week, that shifted. So don't they have the the G League? Can't they just call players up from there? Apparently, they don't want to do that. That's what they're they do sure. in baseball. I think that they're going to end up back in a bubble. Where's the Marlins team in the NBA? Come on, guys. Get this right. <laughs> do we need the Marlins? Marlins <laughs> and the Wizards. That means the they Wizards made the playoffs, the playoffs, damn it. They did. But the, here's, the, here's the thing. They're not going back to a bubble. They didn't do it once, and they realized it sucked. They like have, they like being millionaires. They're able to go do what they want. The players realize it sucked. Yes. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it worked. Well, we realized it sucked, too. It was like watching the summer. It was. It was, it was terrible watching. I mean, you can say it might be the most difficult championship ever earned. That doesn't mean it was enjoyable for any of us. Put the bubble in New York City and let them play in Madison New York City. Yeah. Put them out at Rucker, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's play outside. <laughs> that way we're like you know, social distancing COVID, outside. COVID. <laughs> it's better be great. outside. That'd be awesome. Rucker Park in the middle of the winter. Uh, did you ever see that college tip-off game a couple years ago where they played on like a battleship? They did, Michigan State and Duke. Just that do that. Great. That way you can sell out in the middle of the ocean. You don't have to worry about COVID. He's got COVID. Walk the plank. Nah, just fire him out of the International waters. None of those rules apply. <laughs> That's great. It's uh, like down Periscope. I, you can listen to this show <laughs> to find out better ways to improve your product, NBA. We're here That's to right. help. So uh, um, I want to ask you guys about this. So <laughs> Steph Curry, the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the league, greatest shooter in the history of the league, arguable, uh, is moving into second place all time and three-point shots. Maybe passing pass? Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Uh, he's about two seasons behind passing Ray Allen, who's the all-time leader. So he's going to pass Ray Allen. Yep. Uh, so his – 12th season in the league, the 18 seasons in the league it took Ray Allen, the 18 seasons in the league it took Reggie Miller to get to He's the He's been same in the league point. for 12 years? Yep. This is his 12th Curry? season. Wow. And his 12th season. Old, man. Wow. We're or even old. say his, yeah. his 13th season, he'll be the all-time leader. Five seasons quicker than some of the greatest shooters we ever saw from our early days watching basketball. Is that more to say about uh, – Steph Curry or how the game's played? First of all, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the fact that Curry's in double digits for years played. It seems weird. Well, his his start, he didn't he, he didn't have a meteoric a rise to started. Thing. Yeah. What did you that. just say to what was the two options? Uh, so what's the difference here? So Steph Curry, when he passes Ray Allen, will be at the start no, of his thirteenth season. You said what's the two options? So is Steph Curry showing what the progression of the game is as an individual, he's that great as an individual, or is it how the game is played? Because Reggie Miller took 18 years to make the same amount of threes. We grew up with Reggie. Those two are the same thing. Yeah. Because Curry made him the same thing. Thank you. Curry changed the game, right? Damn right. Curry made it the way the game is today. So he's the innovator for today's game. Guess what? I'm not saying though, if Reggie didn't play today, Reggie wouldn't be that guy. I can't say that Steph Curry is a better shooter than Reggie because if Reggie only shot threes, Reggie would make threes. We were talking earlier. We said Reggie would be like James Harden. How many times did Reggie just pull up from the foul line and just knock it down 95% of the time? Yeah, didn't have anybody telling him. Back in the day, you just – 
you wanted to go closer to the basket and make the shot. That, back then, that was the That was the shot. old school analytics. The new school analytics tell you otherwise. So if you, you give, want to make three because it's worth more. You give these guys so, that knowledge back in the day, what do they do? Steph Curry's career average is that he shoots 12 threes a game for his career. How Reggie, many did Miller? Reggie Miller shoot a game? Five. Wow. Or well, like 5.6. Anyway, yeah, Curry's so, so, about double. So if Reggie Miller would have shot the same amount of threes a game mm-hmm. as Curry has, how many points would he have averaged a game? Yeah, and there's to my point. Steph Curry should be on the Mount Rushmore for guys who impacted the game. Well, we've talked about that before, right? Like, again, we've had these conversations where it's not about the best guys of all time. The most influential. But who's influenced the yep. game. And Curry has influenced the game from the NBA all the way down to AAU. For good, bad, or indifferent, he has. The problem is, too, he's influencing in a positive and also a negative way because you got kids growing up. They don't see the work. I didn't play this way, obviously. I got kids in here who do play this way. I want them to hear this. But (laughs) preach on. The point is, every kid's going to think they're the next great shooter. They want to put in the work. Let's just bomb threes. We're not going to play defense. We're not going to do the mid-range game. There's more to the game than shooting threes, and I feel like part of the game is lost now, and that's not that's why no one watches the NBA it, it because is. it's freaking trash. It's the reason why the ratings are down. It's the reason why it's not as appealing. They did this whole stuff to build around to make it. Rip more Hamilton ain't right. coming out that tunnel, right? But that's well, one of the reasons that I appreciate Kevin Durant more than any player in the league. Where does he kill you from eighteen feet? Right. Watch his game. He can kill you from deep, but he's one of the few players in the league all. that realize that that sixteen to eighteen foot, fifteen to eighteen foot it's all day he kills you he can do it all and and, you know we were talking earlier about like teams we appreciate watching so like you mentioned the Warriors earlier and I appreciated the Warriors in their heyday right because they played team basketball they passed the ball I didn't mind watching them because the ball movement no and they won a lot and you kind of got tired of it but like if you ever watched a game from them like it was it yep. wasn't iso ball, you know. Nope, no, and you go Hope back. The man made the shot. You just mentioned Rip Hamilton. You go back and watch those Pistons teams that took down the dynasty that was the Lakers. Like, how did they do it with the talent they had, man? They did it because they played team ball. They were disciplined. They played defense, right? I mean, remember the Sacramento Kings in the late nineties and early aughts? Like, they were fun to watch. Whatever, diva. Yeah, Vivi, I'm just saying. Peja. Like, you throw the bad boys against the Golden State Warriors. I'm not so sure the Warriors come out of there because the clear so favorite. Everyone wants to talk about how the Bad different boys. ways to get there. Everyone wants to talk about how the bad boys just play dirty basketball. They they were a unit. Mm-hmm. They played a harmonized version of basketball that they liked. It was just what they did. The thing they get remembered for is what what do we do if we're out on a blacktop? You going up for a shot? I'm not going to let you make right. it. Right. It's not going to be an and easy. one. That's fine. Your ball back. I knocked your ass down. That's what the Pistons did. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Part of that needs cleaned up. But, you know, uh, there's, some, there's something to be said about being able to still play physical. And we've yeah. Lost All I'm saying is, is that Curry revolutionized the game. But let's not forget about other ways that work as well. Right. Like I feel like if you drop that team in today's game, everybody would be like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And they'd be so overwhelmed, they'd go and say, I'm sitting out every game, not of the back-to-back, but every game this every time this team plays us, because for rest, yeah. and we're just going to – Load gonna, management. It's, it's crazy. It would be a shock value if you had a team like that playing today. If you well, dropped you, a you, guy from today into the past, like 30 years ago, and they did the same stuff now, man, they – I don't think they could make a year. You throw the bad boys Pistons in the league today, and here's we're talking about how they play defensively. 
Give me Dumars, Isaiah, and that backcourt. Oh, my God, would they light it up I today. Mean, it might take them about five or ten games to realize that all these other teams are only going to shoot threes. That's great. You yep. know? I, but but then again, like the reason why the game's changed <laughs> is it takes guys like Lambeer out of it, right? Yep. One of the things I'd like to see is to put the bad boys Pistons in today's game against the Atlanta Hawks. I'd like to see oh, uh, all <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks uh, involved. That's, that's a runaway. <laughs> well, I, no, the reason I'm going to the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks is – What's the boy from Oklahoma that Trey went Young. big? Trey Young. Trey Young. I want to see him nutmeg one of the guys on the Pistons and see what that turns well, into. I think you know. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that. Come what on. What I'm saying is it's the difference in mentality. Guys nowadays are like, meh, whatever. Back then, there was just an effort and energy. All right. So to recap, though, where we're at now. It's a hot mess. We get that. It's hardly watchable. We got the the Nets that have kind of assimilated this this team, and I think me and Biggie think they're going to the finals. And you still riding the Bucks, Mister Brown? Yeah, I mean they'll be there. They'll be. In, I mean, I'm just saying I don't want to crown them yet. Nah, if you don't want to crown them, then crown them. There's too many moving parts. All right, and then I uh, mean Kyrie could literally fall off the earth. I anytime. mean, literally fall off the earth. Yeah. The edge of the and Harden earth. could just be full of chicken wings and strippers at any moment. He did it not seem like he immediately lost 20 pounds when he. I wonder if he was wearing a fat suit. Fat suit, he was. It was like Big Mama's house. Yeah, seemed like it, right. <laughs> All right, the late, get out oh, of Houston. Speaking of uh, Harden, do you know where he sits in all-time three-pointers made? Uh, he's got to be top five. He's number five. I see. I mean, it's just the game's changed so much. No. You know, tell me, who, tell me who ranks in the top five in all-town turnaround jumpers inside of 15 feet, though. You can't say that. Nobody knows. I bet I bet Harden also ranks top five in turnovers. <laughs> Wait, can we look that up real quick? I'm going to pause the show. Who's your top five turnover players of all time? Uh all right, so number one all time is Carl Malone in turnovers. LeBron's number two. Man, they both these guys have had over forty four hundred turnovers in their career. Uh Moses Malone is three. John Stockton is number four. But I guess when you're that good at assist, your assist turnover ratio still looks pretty good. The point guards don't surprise me. No, so there's a bunch of guys on here. Kobe, Jason Kidd, Julia Serving, Artist Gilmore, Isaiah Thomas, Hakeem Olajuwon, Russell Wells. Uh, Russell Westbrook is your next next active player. At what number? At number eleven. Wow. He's ahead of Patrick Ewing and Paul Pierce. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That shows you how bad Westbrook. But is. Uh, just to let you know, James Harden is number twenty-seven. So right. he, he's climbing. All right. Dwight Howard's ahead of him. All right. So <laughs> three names in the top twenty that surprised me a little bit because they're big men and you don't think that they would handle the ball as much. Number twenty, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh Nah, the big guy. Number twelve is Patrick though. Ewing, and number ten is Akeem Olajuwon. And it, the only reason it kind of surprises me they're that high is I know they touch it a lot, but I don't think about them handling it as much. So MJ wasn't on that list. Uh, I'm sure MJ's on the list. I just didn't see him anywhere near the top. Let's see, where is uh, Michael Jordan? He is number thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony's thirty-two, by the way. <laughs> Uh, just more evidence MJ is a better ball handler than LeBron. So uh, just so you know, wow. turnovers, Where's Kobe? possessions matter. Oh, Kobe, Kobe's uh, number five. Yeah, I think I made the point right ah, there. We might have just proven the final argument what makes Jordan the GOAT right there. 33. <laughs> He's ranked wow. 33. How is he that far down? You got a Hakeem, Elijah one, like – 20 people ahead of him. <laughs> that's it. That's madness. Because Jordan, you know, he took offense to that. <laughs> yeah. I took that personally. 
You know that you're a really shitty NBA player when you're top 50 all-time in turnovers and not a whole lot of people outside of those who are true to the game know your name. Jack Sigma. Who? Supersonic, Sigma. I don't... We know who he is, but... Chad didn't. Oh. Well, I'm disappointed in you. Sigma? Jack Sigma? Sigma? Sigma. S-I-K-M-A. I I was going to ask him a supersonic because it was starting to ring a bell. I mean, he was like... Jackie Moon. Oh. But if you do look at the list in the top 50, I mean, there's like 27 point guards in there. The more you handle the ball, the more you're going to turn I, I it over. That. All right. I, Dude, that shocked me. I'm glad we looked that up. All right. But Harden will be there before the it's over. The more you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give me the, the name. more you yeah. know. All right, that's enough NBA talk. I'm done. The only thing I got left is I, I have to ask Mr. Brown a couple personal questions here because it is the year 2021, and you are just now diving into the, the show The Office. 15 years later. All right. And and the only reason why you got into this is because your your daughter, who is my not third, even in high school my yet. My 13-year-old daughter. Recommended the show. Yes, that's I, correct. I know I, I know not what she has uh, in experience when it comes to workplace uh, comedy sitcoms, but uh, I appreciate the recommendation. But how far along are you right now to our listeners? Uh, we are getting to start season six. Hmm. So my question is, outside of main characters, who are your most favorite and least favorite people in the office? So I can't mention main characters. So like you can't say Michael. You know, but like, who else? Yeah, my who, favorite character is Dwight. You like Dwight? Yeah, that's your guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually kind of like Angela, in a weird mm. kind of way. Do uh, does Angela have any relations with anybody? Few. Like, like, uh, has she been romantically linked with anybody yet? She only got caught in the office with a few folks. Well, like who? You know who. I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Come on, man. Dwight and what's the other guy's name from uh, Family Vacation? Oh, uh, Andy Bernard. There you go, Andy uh, Bernard. Most people would say Hangover, but that's yeah. okay. Family Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie sucked. It was terrible. Uh, all right, so anybody you dislike, anybody you just wish would uh, be not on the show? Toby. Toby. God, no! I don't so, like Toby. Nobody likes Toby. At all. And that, uh, what's her name? Uh, that one girl's annoying. Meredith. I would go with Meredith. No, sure. no, no. Meredith. <laughs> Meredith, she's a free spirit. She's nuts. It's the other one who was with... Uh, with Ryan? Ryan. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah, she, she's she's something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it's... I, I guess my question is, now that you're watching this, you know... 10 to 15 years well after the fact. Is it still resonating with you as far as work goes? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I look at me and Michael and like, are you Michael at work? I am Michael at work, but like, I look at certain things and I'm like, wow, how did he <laughs> handle it that way? But that's why it's a TV show. Right. But then other things, I was seeing how corporate handled things and I was like, they're right on point. Yep. So it's crazy. Would you so, buy yourself a cup that said world's greatest boss? No. Why not? I wouldn't. How would people know? I wouldn't do that. So you're not the world's greatest boss. The funny thing is with that, that was Michael. <laughs> I'll skip that. He's so worried about how everyone else thinks the about perception. him as opposed to how he actually performs. Right. It's more about like, is he cool? Yeah. 
He's so worried about getting their uh, approval that he's cool. I'm just happy that you're finally getting to experience the show. Yeah. And I got to tell you, you got to hang on for the next couple seasons, and then it'll come back in the final season. It gets a a little choppy. It gets a little wishy-washy. So even if I don't like it, keep watching? He's got power through, man. He's got power through. But uh, The moral of the story is for everybody out there listening, uh, get a beat for him. Yes, beers, beats, and Battlestar Galactica. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, a little bed and breakfast. That's right. All right, Biggie, uh, you know, I, I was going to ask you, you haven't seen it yet, but you're, you're kind of into Westerns, right? Like you watch Westerns? I do enjoy them typically. All right, so I watch News of the World. It's the Tom Hanks flick, right? That, that's out. And uh, I, I love Westerns, and this one's it's a little interesting. So on the uh, Chad the Mark scale, we got five uh, sombreros we can give it. How many do you give I give, give it? it three and a half sombreros. Oh, I so give it three sombreros it. and a ball cap. How about but that? But it, it's not a priority watch, but it's a definite watch. So I, I'll tell you that um, I, I think it's one of those movies where people are going to rave about it a lot more just because it's got Tom Hanks in it. But it's not the it's not even a top 20 Western for me. It, it's fine. Um, the the story is good. I like it. But at times it just kind of draws out. But it, okay. it's it's a kind of interesting. But. Man, I, I could use some more westerns in my life, you know. Give me, give me something good here. But it, it was fine. And Tom Hanks is a guy in the old west. It's just, it's still Tom Hanks. More westerns is always a good thing. And this year, all the movies are coming straight to our homes. So give me something to look forward to at the end of the year. I know. So, like I said, I've already watched that one. You know, we we've all seen Wonder Woman, uh, nineteen eighty four, right? You've seen it, right? Hated it. Hated it. I mean, it sucked. It did suck. I just I think of her in the Fast and the Furious as this. I, you is say really that, badass. and I, all I think about is, uh, oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 other. All I'm going to say with Wonder Woman is is the fact it was a two and a half hour movie. You could have st- told the story in an hour and a half. The the freaking dude had this crazy artifact, and it could grant wishes. So. Uh, Essentially, we watched Aladdin that took a two and a half hours to, to so, tell the story. So did you just tell the whole plot in 30 seconds? It was terrible. Yeah, that was the problem, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty The only bad. thing that keeps you looking is Gal Gadot. 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 Margot. Gadot. Roby. She, <laughs> you know, I like the twist in the credits. Ah, we did get a little Linda Carter action. Yeah, that's there. that's cool. Right. Like the movie was terrible. I'm sorry. All right. Is there is there a positive movie you've seen lately that you can leave our our audience on a positive note here? No one's making movies anymore that count because there's COVID. Nah, I know it sucks, right? Like that's the problem. Like we're all Cobra Kai fans, right? And and like there's no guarantee that the next season is going to start in January because they they haven't started production yet. You don't know. The, the best movies are on these Netflix and all these uh, streaming services. There's no good movies because no one's going to the movies. What's going to be the next Tiger King? I don't know, but I'm ready. I wish Trump would have pardoned Tiger King. I know. We could have used that sequel. That would have been fantastic. Give us something. I know I know. Biggie was talking about how he likes the serial killer documentary. So if you had to recommend a serial killer to learn about, who would you ask uh, everybody to watch? Uh, the Iceman. The Iceman. Ooh, the Iceman tapes. The, the so, Mafia Hitman. Speaking of that, Larry Bird, as a female, looks like... Katie Couric? No, that's what serial killer. Oh, um, the uh, one in Florida. Yes. What's her name? The Charlize Theron monster? It was, She's uh, the one who was the prostitute. Yeah. I can't uh, remember her name. Ah, uh, 
Hey Siri, what's the name of the serial killer from the movie Monster? This is the data we get Eileen, you right here. Uh, it's Eileen. Wait a minute. Okay, Aileen Warnos. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Siri. That's who Larry Bird looked like as a woman. A little bit. Hmm. Mm. I can't unsee that now. You're welcome. So, so if you don't know what we're talking about, we uh, made a bunch of 1990s uh, to early 2000s NBA players, females, and put it on Facebook Eileen today. Warnos, something like that, yes. Yeah, it was, hmm. She was a prostitute that got men to pick her up, and then she... Nah, Kate, Steve Nash was there, but I said it looked like Katie Couric. My bad. Oh, okay. But did the other woman not get people to... Pick her yeah, up. She went yeah. as a prostitute. She, she gets you to pick she her up. She's like, I'm going to hang she out this truck She'll kill you off stop. the road somewhere like in Everglades, Parkland, and yes. leave you there and steal your car. Sounds like great. That. That's Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. Uh, don't go to Fridge <laughs> Don't go to Fridge Lake, Indiana, everybody. You may not make it back out alive. <laughs> Casino. Uh, that seems like a good place to stop. Um, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We apologize for not being with you last week, but we're back, and we'll be back next week because, you know what, next week we get to talk about Super Bowl prognostications and, and who's actually in the game instead of just talking about what's might have been. So I can't wait, like Bart Scott said. Look forward to Pittsburgh. Can't wait. Top of me. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. I can't say that. I'll have to bleep it out. All right, guys, have a good weekend. We'll see you same time next week. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast.